Welcome to this episode of CDN Media's Solution Spotlight. I'm your host, J.D. Miller, Vice President at CDN Media. Today is part three of a three-part series with our partner, Log Me In. I love the first two sessions, so I'm really excited to dive into this week's topic. We partner with Log Me In for the series and are joined this week by Mark Strassman, Senior Vice President and GM of Unified Communication and Collaboration at Log Me In, and Paul Gentile, Senior Director of Product Marketing at Log Me In. So today we're going to cover remote work strategy and partnering for a successful remote work future. If you aren't familiar with LogMeIn, LogMeIn is a SaaS company providing cloud-based remote connectivity services for collaboration, IT management, and customer engagement. When we come back, Paul and Mark. Let's dive into you guys first. So Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, great to uh, great to be here, JD, and uh, you know excited to to talk about this topic. I have a lot of passion about it. So I head up our unified communications and collaboration business here at LogMeIn, which is all our products that our customers use to communicate with employees and customers, uh, whether it's telephony, video, large webinars, messaging, and more. Um, so bring that together. Before that, I've been in the video and collaboration space for uh, enterprise education companies, media and entertainment companies, uh, and used video and, and these communication tools for a long time. Excellent. Paul? Well, JD, you know me and you know how excited I am to be here uh, based on the previous two episodes. Uh, but hello, everybody. Uh, I'm the Senior Director of Product Marketing that partners directly with Mark on all the good things that we're doing for uh, the UCC market. Really, many of you probably know us based on GoTo and our flagship products, GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, GoToConnect, to make sure that people stay connected no matter where they are across the entire globe. Excellent. Well, let's dive right on in. And Mark, I want to start with you. Looking forward, after COVID-19, what initiatives have you seen to be priorities when thinking of making sure LogMeIn and its employees are set up for success? It is a great question, and, and I would actually expand the answer to say not only log me in an employee's set up for success, but, but our customers as well. You know, and COVID has accelerated a lot of trends that were moving along slowly in the marketplace. Uh, you'd heard long, uh, long in the marketplace that companies, including log me in, had talked about having many more of their employees work from home, flexible work environments, more flexible collaboration tools. Uh, so as, as we all went to work from home um, in, uh, in in mid March, you know we had the tools. We have our own tools. Uh, go to connect. Go to meeting. Go to webinar. We, we're all set. Um, but our customers, a lot of them weren't using our tools wall to wall. Uh, they were looking. They were just using it for occasional meetings. All of a sudden, overnight, all collaboration uh, became remote. So I think that. Um, you know, again, when, when COVID hit, uh, it was an emergency situation for everyone. They scrambled to figure out what tools to use. Now they're really going into phase two of that. It's okay. Uh, we have our tools. We've got good video meetings. We've got our telephony tools. But really focusing now less on the tools and more on the culture. What does it mean when you don't have the least common denominator of everyone being in the office together? <clears throat> Instead of having all scheduled meetings, how do you have water cooler moments? Uh, how do you have that sort of flexibility uh, in terms of how and when you meet and have these uh, these conversations that are different? So, so again, I think you know uh, we're going through that with our employees and our customers are certainly going through that. They have the tools, they have the video communication, they have the telephony and 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 uh, remote 
desktop control and all these other tools that we have, but it's really about changing the culture. How, how do you think about uh, being much more deliberate about communications and processes and how you work together when no one's in the office together? It's one of these questions that I know a lot of leaders get, but where do you see LogMeIn in five years? And with all the changes we have this year, you know, it's important that businesses stay visionary and look ahead. Where, where are you guys looking to go in five years? It's a great question. I think right now um, we have long had a number of tools across LogMeIn uh, between telephony, video, uh, identity and access management, password management. We have tools that allow our customers to uh, support their customers remotely. Uh, and we looked at all these businesses kind of separately, and our customers had as well as they bought these tools. Now that we've gone from a world where, you know, Gartner and other analysts were saying, you know, by the year 2025, 25% of, uh, of the workforce will be remote, uh, that, that's been catalyzed uh, incredibly. You know, not only is you know, 90% of the workforce remote now, uh, but many more will continue to be after COVID. So customers are not just looking at, you know, how do I pick and choose a bunch of tools to use? They're saying, what is my remote work solution? As I'm looking across, uh, as I mentioned before, certainly processes and culture, but they're looking at a complete remote work tool set. So IT isn't just looking at, okay, I'm going to pick a communication tool here and a remote support tool here and a contact center tool here, all from different companies. They're saying, how do I buy this in a suite together? And that's really changed how we think about our portfolio internally and how we talk to our customers. So we have customers that are buying our uh, video tools, go to meeting, our webinar tools, go to webinar, our telephony tools, go to connect. Uh, we've seen them uh, not just think about us as a communications and collaboration company, but a remote work company. They're looking at our tool set and saying, okay, I need LastPass to control how my employees um, get access to all the remote SaaS uh, resources we have in a remote and secure way. They're looking at our tools like Rescue to look at how they support all of their uh, employees around the globe uh, and support their laptops and support their remote computers when they can't go stand behind them and, uh, and work on their computers. They're looking at our tools um, like Bold 360 to look at how they can support their customers and answer their customers' problems. Um, so stepping back, how are things changing? It's going from a world where people think about uh, individual tools and best of breed tools for different needs to a complete tool set on how they support their remote workforce and how that remote workforce supports their customers. That's the key piece. I want to I want to uh, tag on to that and the idea that it's around employees, customers, and your digital assets, and that's where we're going to be because that's where the entire globe and the entire workforce across the um, the stratosphere is going to be headed moving forward. They're not going to think about these things as three uh, separate entities, but how are they going to provide a solution that's going to further their business, not only for employee productivity, but how their customers are going to interact with them and interact outside of their worlds, but also how you're going to further um, the, the consumption of their digital assets in a protected, secure way and in any type of medium that, that works for them at any yeah. point in time, no matter where they are. It's the combination of those three components, again, employees, customers, and digital assets together, and that's where we're going to be in five years. A full yeah. suite solution, bringing that to uh, uh, customers all over the globe. Yeah, and it, it's interesting just to, to build on that. Um, you know, I, I talked about before, I think the, the 
the home office or the uh, office location was sort of the least common denominator about how people plan things. What our conference rooms look like, what colors we paint the walls, you know, where people meet for coffee. Um, people are going to, our, both us as, as a company, as Logmian, but certainly our customers, are starting to think about what does that look like in a remote world? If our customers aren't walking in our door every day, if our employees aren't walking in our door every day, but they're coming in digitally, what does that mean? How do we interact with them? How do they interact with each other? Logmean has always offered remote work solutions, but what's different about what you plan to offer companies and individuals in a post-COVID world? It is a great question. So we have offered remote work tools for a long time. You know, as I mentioned, we have GoToMeeting, we have GoToConnect for Telephony, we have IT support, we have customer support tools. I think that the big difference now is one, these tools, instead of used occasionally uh, by a few employees, will be wall-to-wall -wall across an organization. Everyone will want access to these individual tool sets. Uh, but even moreover, uh, we're not looking at them as just individual tools. We're looking at them as an integrated set of solutions. Instead of firing up a remote support tool from one vendor, a telephony from another vendor, a contact center solution from another vendor, which will be a nightmare for IT to manage 20 or 30 different solutions um, and, and inconvenient at best for end users uh, to have, you know, 10, 15 different end user experiences. What's really, uh, you know, our differentiator as, as a company now is we have all these separate tools, the ability to bring them together into a single set of experiences, both for IT who is buying them and for end users across an organization who are using them and for customers with whom uh, uh, companies are, are collaborating. Um, so it's going from individual tools, individual solutions, uh, disparate workflows to integrated solution sets. I'll also add on to that, uh, JD. I think in many situations prior to COVID, a lot of people looked at the full remote work solution set, right? Um, even if you just focus on unified communication collaboration to be, um, to be centered around video meetings. But now people understand so much more on how that's going to expand and what it means to truly collaborate when you have a fully distributed workforce. And that it oftentimes, uh, you, employers looked at this as a enterprise level solution, but now with the reality of where people, where people are, where organizations were forced into this stay at home and uh, realizing the benefits of what that can unlock, you have this solution set that is going to be used by businesses of all size, not just, not just those that are 3,000 employees or more in the enterprise space, but at the mid-market, the SMB, and even the micro-business is going to understand how these types of remote work solutions can further their business, not only making their employees more productive, but how it's going to connect people in all different types of ways and how it's going to help their IT departments be more productive in the way that they're servicing their employees as well. And it's not going to be reserved for an enterprise level organization. It's going to be up and down the business spectrum so that everybody can be that much more productive, no matter what they're faced with post COVID, or even if we are to ever, heaven forbid, face another pandemic in our lifetime. I, I think you're spot on there. With, with remote work suddenly becoming the new normal this year, how is LogMeIn planning to take the human experience of remote work to the next level? Like. What do team bonding activities or off-site look like in a world where we no longer work physically on-site? It's it's a, a, a hot topic now, and something that you know teams are really thinking about. Much as Paul said, 
a remote work solution isn't just a, a video meeting tool. Um, and there are many great choices out there. It's, you know, even if you have that video meeting tool, not every meeting needs to be the same. I think post-COVID uh, and COVID hit, anytime any communication needed to happen, someone would send out a video meeting invite and everything is a scheduled meeting. And you hear about, you know, go to meeting, Zoom, Teams fatigue, meeting after meeting after meeting. Every meeting is a video meeting. That's not how it works in the office. When you're in the office, you're sitting next to a bunch of people. Uh, you know, you hear things across the cubicle. You see people at lunch. You go for walks. Um, and now there's a lot of discussion going on on how you – there's different types of meetings, different types of way to communicate uh, for different kinds of communication. And I think companies need to be deliberate about that. You know, right now with four generations in the workforce, uh, the older generations tend to use the telephone. The Gen Xers tend to go to um, uh, tend to go to email. You know, the Gen Yers tend to go to uh, uh, more to messaging. The younger generation goes to video, and it's sort of a free for all in terms of how things are communicating. If I, you know. Remember that I communicated with Paul last week. I've got to search my email. I've got to search my texts. I've got to search my messages. Saying, how did we how did we communicate on things? Um, so I think it really comes to how are things going to change in the future. It's going to be two areas. One is all of these different forms of communication need to be connected. Right. This is putting the U, the unified in in unified communications. Having tools where your video meetings and your recorded video meetings and your webinars and your texts and your voicemails are connected. So I can just search for Paul and say, oh, here's all my conversations with Paul in a context. That, that's what our unified communication tool does uh, uh, with GoToConnect. Moreover, uh, beyond having a unified tool set where you don't have to search across different mediums, um, is companies need to be very deliberate in terms of setting up processes and even trainings of how you communicate and, and for what different topics. When is it appropriate to have a scheduled meeting and when you need an agenda and when you need to go in with, um, you know, definite decision points and, and decision uh, rights? When is it appropriate just to call someone and pick up the phone for a one-on-one -on -one meeting? When do you need to do things completely asynchronously that you can do it over text or, or uh, video? Uh, I think that when uh, everyone was in the office, these happened organically. Now that they're not, it's a free-for-all, it's anarchy. Uh, companies need to step up and be super deliberate, uh, both training current employees and new employees on the tools you use, the methods you use for different communications. You know, and Mark also touched on this earlier, uh, the idea of how not just being deliberate, but how you're going to enhance the idea of culture, because so much of that happened organically when you were in the office and you said, let's go grab a coffee. Right. One of my favorite things to do to try and ease the uh, the burden or the overhead associated with some of the one on ones that I would do with my team members or even cross functional team members would do would say just that. Let's walk across the street to Starbucks. Let's walk across the street to Cafe Nero, grab a coffee, take the take the burden out of that. Make this more personal in the way that we're interacting. And I think organizations are going to have to take that into consideration as they do those types of communication trainings. Right. How are you going to try and recreate that? And one way might be go take a walk around the block. Don't do a video meeting. Call that individual and just talk about things as you might as you might uh, do. So if I were to call my mother. Right. I know it sounds silly to sort of approach it that way, but you're going to have to find ways. Organizations are going to have to adjust because that idea of video meeting fatigue is very real. And there's ways to offset that. 
Actually, Mark was just uh, published recently or interviewed around how he has uh, taken it upon himself to schedule uh, long-standing sessions where people can come in and out and just work independently or autonomously while you're actually hanging out to try and recreate that office atmosphere. That's a great technique to help people feel as though they're not overstretched and that they have to have the heavy cognitive over, uh, overload associated with straining to understand what people are doing, to under, to really read nonverbal cues. Let's just find ways to recreate that type of office culture, really make it fun, interactive, and not have the same sort of strain that might be associated with having back-to-back -back meetings every single uh, every single hour of every single day. There's different techniques that can be uh, uh, pushed on there or, or that you can train your employees to do that will help recreate the culture that we're all so hungry for now that we're in a fully distributed workforce. Yeah, and, and I think it's, you know, a, a, a company needs to work harder to be, again, deliberate about this, be super deliberate about different meeting types. I think you know, a month or two into COVID, everyone was having video meeting fatigue and everyone jumped to meeting hygiene. Every meeting needs to have an agenda, decision points, so we'll have meetings faster. Yes, for some meetings, but not every meeting is the same. What's a meeting where it's just presence? What's a one-on-one -on -one meeting? What's just a check-in meeting? Uh, so, you know, I think there's a lot of experimentation going on and I think we're gonna see a lot of different, very deliberate meeting types for different ways of connecting with people in different ways. It kind of brings me to my next question. With all the tools and processes that you've implemented since the major move to remote work, do you see those the benefits of those tools and processes bring, being sustainable for the future, whether or not you're going back to the office? So um, I think there's a lot of experimentation going on now. I think, uh, you know, again, when COVID first hit, it was just, okay, how do we meet with people? How do we make sure everyone has the right tools so we can meet and see each other face to face? Um, everyone realized that, okay, every meeting being a video meeting, uh, long days, tiring, not effective. So I think we're in a place now uh, where people are experimenting with how do we uh, balance getting our work done, um, with uh, kind of employee burnout and being in meetings all the time and get to a place where things are sustainable. And log me in, we're doing many things around that. Uh, one is we are being very deliberate about different sorts of meetings. Uh, you know, when are we going in for having uh, meetings that needs decisions? When are we just having office hours? Um, when are we having broadcasts and being deliberate about that? Uh, we're being, as are uh, I, I think many companies around, being much more empathetic to employees and what they're going through, you know, especially with COVID, it's not just about work from home now. It's about, you know, trying to get work done in a pandemic when your kids are in the background doing schoolwork and the like. Uh, so recognizing you have to be empathetic to employees and what they're going through and setting up uh, specific processes and, and ability to listen to, uh, to your employees and, and give them help where they need it. Um, so we've done things as a company such as, uh, uh, we have mental health days where the whole company takes off and we discourage people from doing email and managers from doing email to let people catch up on things they need to do. Um, we're encouraging managers to uh, send out more communications, right? If you have a manager walking around the office and just communicating with employees, you can be a little lazy in terms of your communications. Now we realize we need to be much more transparent as a company and as managers. Uh, to let people know what's going on uh, where you don't have the over-the-wall communication. And these are being built into our processes. And I think a lot of companies are building into the processes of how they operate 
things they did organically before are now deliberately becoming part of how they operate, how they communicate uh, with their employees and, and with their customers. To, to take that and kind of turn it a little bit, I, I guess, how have you dealt with the challenge of turning any immediate solutions you implemented into something that would still scale with long-term needs? It's a great question, um, especially since, you know, we're all working from home now and there'll be a, uh, a vaccine at some point and people will be heading into the office more and more. Uh, but I don't think for any companies, things are going to look the same uh, on two fronts. I think people who were skeptics of work from home uh, in terms of how work could get done, uh, especially executive management at many companies, after working from home for a month said, wow, we actually can work from home. Uh, things can be very effective. We can get things done. Uh, I think they also realize that, wow, we're paying a lot of money for a lot of offices and a lot of locations. Maybe we don't need that. Um, so in the long term, will people be going back to the office? Yes. But I think the entire model will be turned on its head. I think most companies before, especially those that considered themselves work from home friendly, were, yes, 90% of people in the office and for the 10% of oddballs, who live somewhere strange, we'll, we'll let them work from home. I think it's going to be turned on its head now. I think that, you know, 50% or more of employees will not be in the office, you know, more than a day or two a week on a regular basis. Um, so in terms of sustainability, I think a lot of the things that companies are finding effective now in terms of bringing their communications together in a unified way, in terms of being deliberate about how we communicate, in terms of being deliberate about having different kinds of meetings, in terms of tying together all the different toolkits for communications, for desktop support, for security and password management, going to everyone in the organization, everyone will have this tool set. Um, so that uh, when half of the employees are at home and half are in the office, there will be standard ways of operating. The people working from home won't be a set of oddballs. They will be uh, just as much of a focus and a hub as the physical locations. Um, so again, you know, we're going through uh, uh, kind of a cliff where everyone's working from home, we're finding new ways of working, to learning things that are actually working for, our, for uh, uh, remote employees that will continue as the workforce is much more remote than it was before uh, on a sustaining basis. And I, I think, you know, Mark, Mark nailed it uh, with that the last piece, that it really has to do with the robustness of the solution set and the recognition from employees, employers uh, across the board that these solution sets are more robust and do provide more uh, capabilities than they might have realized pre-COVID. Right, that you do have the capability to do more than just uh, video meet, that there's chat embedded inside of our solutions, that there's ways for you to interact with people on an, in an asynchronous way uh, even after the meeting ends, and that there's different types of uh, elements that are going to help make you more productive no matter what that situation is and no matter where your location is as well. Yes, there were people, as Mark mentioned, that worked remotely uh, full time, but they were looked at as that air quote oddball. But now you have the, the normalcy that's sort of introduced and that people have found their own sort of rhythm by leveraging different pieces of the solution set in their own way. One anecdotal component of this, right? I used to be that person that would say everybody put on their uh, on their uh, their webcam. 
right? I love that component of our solution set. I love the what it does for, for culture enhancements. But with the new normal and how people need a little bit of uh, fatigue break and need to split things up, there are times in a large group setting where I will go off camera, not because I need to eat that lunch that I missed or the calzone that I'm starving for, but really because I'm trying to change this up and I want to make sure that I'm interacting with people of all different types of communication uh, identities that might resonate with them a little bit more. So I'll go off camera and I'll reply to different pieces to chime in through the chat capabilities. I'll continue this conversation after the fact with some of the notes that I would send and some of the different artificial intelligence capabilities that I would want to leverage as part of our solution set because I want to explore with that and make sure that I'm connecting with all different types of team members in different ways. And that's the realization that not only I've had as, as part of the, uh, the post uh, normalcy world that we're sort of entering, but I, I, we also see from uh, usage data inside of our products and some of the other surveys that we're doing uh, with people that are leveraging our solution sets all over the globe. Yeah, uh, you know, building again on, on what you're saying, it's you know, it's about the tools, it's about the culture. I think what everyone's striving for, and I think there's a real opportunity that everyone's recognizing, is that as we went into COVID. Everyone was trying to set up an environment and a tool set for their employees and customers that allowed for an experience that was hopefully almost as good as being there in person. I think as more and more people are realizing that, wow, we can have recorded meetings, we can have our texts, our customer contacts, our emails, our messages, all in context. We can have a record of what we've done. Um, we can let people not spend two hours in the car commuting every day. We can hire great people from anywhere, recognizing that this doesn't have to be a fallback scenario. It doesn't have to be, you know, almost as good as being there. How can we set up an environment for employees that's better than being there in person? Um, so I think that's re the real opportunity. It's not just about saving money. It's not about having everyone, you know, not be able to get to the office. It's how do we set up an environment that is better than being there? not almost as good as being there. I'm curious, when you were doing uh, the tech end of things, what did your implementation or deployment process look like pre-COVID? And what did it look like this year as the global pandemic took us by surprise and immediately forced entire organizations to work remotely? Yeah, I, I'll talk about both what we're doing at LogMeIn, but also what our customers are doing, because I think we're all going through very similar scenarios. Uh, you know, LogMeIn was work from home friendly. Um, however, it was probably 10% of our workforce was working from home. And most companies we talk to, they've got a central office and they let some of their employees work from home occasionally. So what did that environment look like? That environment looks like, you know, if you have a conference room uh, that's video capable. Most of the time it was 10 people in the conference room and they would, as a courtesy, turn on video for the one person, often it was me, dialing in. Um, but, you know, I would often find that uh, uh, pre-COVID, interesting conversations would happen before and after the meeting in the room that I would miss. Um, Post-COVID, you've got maybe two people in the room in the office and eight people dialing in. So it becomes that remote is the norm, not the exception. And what does that mean for the pre and post meeting conversation? That needs to be something that's accessible to everyone. It means to, you know you need to be inclusive to everyone. What does that mean for video? It means that 
video is going to be on for everyone. You need to see everyone since nonverbal communications is, you know, 80% of how we communicate. Um, it, it is uh, really changing the focus from, yes, we're going to include someone remote if we remember it, to that is the main way of operating. During COVID-19, LogMeIn has seemed to merge more into a true remote work company and away from the individual meeting, remote support, mm -hmm. password management companies. Do you see this trend getting stronger as we start to look into a new world of remote work? And if so, what would the perfect world of remote work look for to you? Big question, I know, but yeah, you know, I'm curious to get your take on this. Yeah, I think it's uh, it comes out of two things. Um, and there's there's no doubt in my mind, in our mind at LogMeIn, that the idea of work from anywhere is going to be um, is going to be even more present than ever before as people even get back into their offices uh, and do so, go through more of the reopening uh, aspects. For us and for me, really, it's about making sure that you're doing, one, cost savings. And that's the uniqueness of what we're able to do. If you think about all three components of what we're able to provide, identity and access management and security mechanisms through um, that particular solution set that we have, we also have our remote access uh, and connectivity components that we have as part of our uh, uh, customer engagement and success business unit. And then, of course, our unified communication solution set that we have with uh, the go-to suite. Think about all those pieces together in a single unified administrative portal. And then on top of that, when you do partner with a single a solution provider, that type of cost savings that can be uh, provided. That's the, the, the undercurrent behind where people will start to go and why people will want to go towards that particular, uh, in that particular direction. And then two, when you think about how you're going to uh, deliver things for employees, customers, and delivering all of your digital assets, those three pillars and those three components that we talked about at the very beginning of this session, right? It's about going in that direction across the board. And that is where many CIOs, CTOs, will start to think even broader and more fuller than they have previously as they start to wrestle with the idea that not only 10, 20% of their workforce is going to be distributed, but it might even creep north of 50% even a year from now uh, or two years from now, as Mark was stating earlier, based on some of the analyst reports stating originally that was in 2025, but it's much more on the horizon than people ever realized because of the pandemic. Yeah. I could also build on that. I think that um, the impact of a uh, complete remote work solution will be different for different types of companies, right? Large enterprises who have full-time IT professionals who are dedicated to video meetings and setting up conference rooms and messaging tools and communications, um, they already had a lot of these things set up. So the larger organizations, and, and we serve those customers with our tools. Uh, but the vast majority of companies out there are, you know, small to medium businesses, um, you know, fewer than 100 employees. And they've got someone who's, you know, maybe a full-time IT person, maybe an office manager who's also wearing the IT hat. Um, and they weren't used to having to manage video meetings for all their employees, IT support and remote desktop support for all their employees, uh, secure password management for all their employees, um, remote phones and soft phones for all their employees, contact centers for all their employees. Um, 
So beyond the cost of just paying for all those tools, now they need wall-to-wall. How they manage those, if, especially if you know managing each one of these isn't their full-time job, uh, can be crushing. Uh, so a lot of our focus is really pulling those together and not offering just a great return on investment where we offer this complete tool set that's integrated with a single IT experience uh, and a single end user experience, uh, but the ability for IT to manage it in an easy way where you don't have dedicated people for each of these different silos that a lot of the big enterprises have that smaller companies don't. And then there's other organic benefits that come out of that as well, right? One small uh, advantage that you can think about if that IT uh, professionals would help further the, the organizations that they work for on something as simple as talent management or talent recruitment, right? Now, even for those SMBs that Mark had hinted at a moment ago, right, that might have normally and only centered on that particular metro area or that rural area that they're focused on, if they do embrace this type of uh, these types of solution sets and look at it holistically in the three ways that we talked about, they're going to be able to reach different types of talent in ways that they never have been able to before, while still maintaining the same level of productivity, same level of efficiency and success, maybe even more so than ever before because their talent pool starts to get larger. These are all things that people have talked about for nearly a decade based on the solutions that are out there, but the reality of how they're going to leverage these and how uh, how normal that type of that type of situation is going to be when we get past this pandemic and people start to fully reopen, it is going to unlock so much more value for these organizations and the way that they uh, recruit, retain talent, but also what that means for the ways that they're going to interact with their customers and their own short and long term success. Wow, a lot of a lot of great stuff there, and what you guys have done in this period, and then what you guys are looking to do, absolutely fantastic. Any last thoughts, Mark? Absolutely, and I appreciate all the time and the rich conversation on this. As we've gone from everyone working from home to what the new normal looks like as many more people will be from home, companies have really gone from how do we survive to how do we thrive. It's not just how do we communicate with each other, but how do we when more and more people are going to be working from home, be more effective than we were before, where people don't have to commute and they all their communications are together uh, and there's context for communications and management is much more clear and transparent about how we communicate as a company. So again, it's really gone from surviving to thriving. And then as we're going to thriving, what does that tool set look like? It's tools that are integrated and it's not just about communications. It's how we interact with each other as employees and how we interact with our customers in a way that's manageable, in a way that's affordable, in a way that's consolidated into a solution that provides a great return on investment. Um, so as we move forward, it's it's an exciting time. Certainly it has been uh, you know a bit terrifying and a lot of anxiety as, as everyone has figured out how to survive, uh, but the new workforce going forward will not be about companies uh, having a few people work from home and piecing together tools. It will be being able to hire people to work from anywhere, to allow them to balance their families and their work and get their work done in an effective way uh, where it's actually better than being in the office. Mark summarized that just beautifully. Really nothing else from my side aside from embrace that Thrive component. Right? There are different ways that you can stretch your organization and I would encourage everyone to not be, uh, not be afraid to embrace the unknown, and we will be faced with different solutions, different situations like this uh, at some point in, in time, and there's always a way through it. 
So onward, upward, uh, and thanks again for the time, JD. This was fantastic. Yeah, thank you, thank JD. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you to Paul and Mark for taking us through this. Great information and fantastic things LogMeIn is doing. I encourage you to tune into the first two solution spotlights with LogMeIn if you haven't yet. For more information on LogMeIn, visit goto.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for CDM's Solution Spotlight.